That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Welcome to Of the Eldest Gods, where we discuss Rick Riordan's role as our godly parent. I'm Ray, I'm from Cabin 12. And I'm Charlie from Cabin 13, and my dude, we're talking about the boy. My boy! The the myth, the legend. (laughs) I probably shouldn't have just yelled into the mic. (laughs) This this is great. (laughs) When is the last time that we recorded some shit? It's been a hot hot minute. I think it was like almost exactly a month ago, actually. Well, no, because we we did a bonus episode, but... Oh, no, I meant the bonus. I think that was like a month ago. Was it really? God damn. Holy shit. Time is no good. Uh... (laughs) Time is an illusion, and so are pants. <laughs> um, that is an Avatar quote. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, uh, you may have already noticed that I sound like shit. Uh, I caught COVID over over my vacation that I took. Uh, so, so that's why we didn't do an episode that one week. You remember, that was like two weeks ago. So... <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I I have a lingering cough, which makes a perfect sense. That would happen to me. Oh. But we're not. We're not here to talk about me. <laughs> we're here to talk about our boy Percy Jackson. Uh, I, I would sing the Happy Birthday song, but I can't remember if that's still copyrighted. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I can sing. Today it is your birthday and we'll sing to let you know that you will be king for the day. Whatever you, you say goes. goes. That's that's from a Barbie film, everyone. That is- uh that's that's what I sing to my little sister every year. Um I remember you said that on that episode too. And I was just like, wait a second. It's the song that's from uh, Twelve Dancing Princesses. Indeed, indeed. A classic. I love that. I need that in my life. (laughs) I wonder if this podcast has Barbie fandom overlap. I I really don't know if that's is if that's just us or if there are other Percy Jackson Jackson and Barbie stands who also love Barbie. (laughs) I I need to know this. Like I saw that one fan art that um I mean. This is going to be a spoilery episode anyway, but... <laughs> right, right. So, like, Warning up statement. front. We're going full spoilers. We're going deep. Character deep dive. That's the whole plan. Yeah. There will be spoilers. Maybe we should do like an early section that's just the stuff that we've covered so far and like a later section. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So Maybe. you could keep listening for now. Yeah. Except for I this part like... probably because Charlie's about to spoil something. <laughs> I mean, I can just say that, like, I I shared, like, um, an art to the Discord that was just, like, three characters, some of which are from later series, and they were like, three tickets for Barbie, please, and it was, like, Percy and two others, and I was like, this, I I also was just like, this is me, Ray, Ted, and Juice next year. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, boy! This is my plan, this is something I need. Anyway, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. 
Yeah. Do we need to talk about just him in the first two and two chapters? Uh, Three chapters. For one thing, we sort of already covered it. I I just re-listened to the recap episode that I did where I talked about the first two books and I basically just talked about Percy and how much I like him and all of his character (laughs) shit from those first two books. He's your little meow meow. He is indeed. (laughs) I I took a few notes. uh, So... You took notes. That's so well, good. Well, I, t- I I wrote down some thoughts quickly in the 10 minutes before we started this episode. Uh, <laughs> That's more than I did. I, I figure this will be my greatest contribution because, like, I, I know that you have a better memory for, like, the later shit and you know what happens beyond where I've read. It's mostly because I just read up the wikis sometimes in my spare time. <laughs> that, that's just a thing that I do for all my That's the way that you hyperfixate, and I love that of, about you. <laughs> like, as I'm consuming the media, when when I'm, like, re-watching or rereading something, I'm just like, wait, wait, this detail, I need to I need to look that up mm-hmm. just, just for mm-hmm. a second. And then I, like, read the entire wiki page, and that's <laughs> how I spend my day. <laughs> uh, so, Percy Jackson, he is my son and boy. He has experienced trauma from a very young age. He has had his self-worth basically destroyed by both adults and peers. Um, Mood. <laughs> uh, he has been labeled specifically uh, in a way that Taylor would hate as a bad kid. Um <laughs> A troubled teen. Indeed, indeed. He has no consistency or stability in his life. Uh, He's constantly moving schools, and so he can't build uh, friendships very easily. He lives with an abusive parent. Um, So this is the setup. And then, (laughs) once we get into the books... But also, like, despite all of that shit, he is a cinnamon roll? Yes, okay, he is a delinquent because he's been forced into it. He is a sweet boy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's because of Sally. Like, if Percy yes. did not have Sally, I, th- I think I, I've heard other. I've been listening to a lot of Percy Jackson podcasts. I lately, know, <laughs> but like, a lot of what I've been hearing people say is basically, if Percy didn't have Sally, he would be Luke. Hmm, that is a that is a hot take. I like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. More of my thoughts there will will become spoilery, but I will elaborate on that when we get into more spoiler territory. But just, like, he's grounded. But Percy has that bitterness in him, but it's cut with this sweetness of his candy, his blue candy-coated mother. He's grounded with someone he loves and that he can come home to. Yeah, And, like, that's, that's what you need. To like, you know, and, and then we start off the series by ripping that away from him. <laughs> hey, hey, it's fine. He gets her back, but that's why he he will do all these things is because he has someone to fight. Yeah, hundred percent. So we have this kid who's never had any stability in his life, and then we're going to put him in an entirely new situation where he doesn't know the rules and has to adapt quickly or die. <laughs> hey. It's fucked up that he's 12. I, we said hey. that a lot last time. But it's fine. He can adapt well because you know what? His dad is the water god. So he's very fluid. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god. 
Uh, I was going to say something about like, I was going to say like some avatar (laughs) shit about like the nature of water and how it flows. And then you're just making a fucking pun. God damn it. I mean, I mean, that that's the point there. Is yeah, that I'm yeah. going for both? Like, like it's it's both, <laughs> but <laughs> both is good. Also, Percy is bisexual and you can't take that away from me. <laughs> Literally, I'm gonna cosplay as Percy at a con and I'm just like, I'm gonna bring a bisexual bracelet and I'm just gonna wear that good. in my costume. Yes, yes, yes. Ex- that's perfect. And he literally he- has such bi energy. I yeah that's a that's a character trait that we can talk about for this episode that's legitimate of us listen this is this is something i didn't think about until like um that that one person asked rick on twitter uh i don't know like a year or two ago hey do you think that percy had a crush on luke and then i was like oh Hmm? wait (laughs) now i'm reading it and now i'm like shit (sighs) rick how why did you describe these characters this way why do you keep describing these men as attractive in percy's voice you know, sometimes you just notice a, a dude. Sometimes you notice Perse- a guy. Percy blushing and then Annabeth blushing at Luke, but like in the same mm. scene. Mm. Like, mm. like they have the same reaction to Luke in the same scene. I'm just saying. I'm just I, saying. Huh? I'm just saying. J- just something to think about, guys. <laughs> but also Percy and Annabeth are both bisexual. And bye for bye. They are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway... <laughs> What are the other non-spoiler thoughts? So, so to continue with my uh, rant here. So he's, he's placed in this new hyper dangerous situation, but also through this, he's able to find stability that he's never had before because he does make Mm. friends and uh, he feels at home at camp. And he finally mm-hmm. has another adult figure he can look up to in Chiron, you know. And so those good things about Percy's new situation here. And then there's the bad things, which is that there are monsters who are trying to kill Everything him. Everything else. Um, <laughs> is it is it better or worse, his situation with his dad? Like, finding out the truth. Is that better I, or worse? I am a proponent of the truth. I think that it's always better to know what is up i don't know he but didn't also, think he was dead before he the the wording was lost at sea i don't yeah true sally didn't think he was dead and i can't remember if percy believed that either it it seemed well, like he accepted sally knew yes it was Poseidon. so yes but i so think she's not the type to lie that he took what she said at face value about mm. the the lost is like I don't think Percy thought he was dead, but I can't remember. Yeah, I'm just like their relationship and like how Poseidon and him are. Yeah, I don't know. it's 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 also not Percy fully feels great. so betrayed to know that his dad isn't lost. It's that he has purposefully never interacted with him. <laughs> He's <laughs> not allowed to. Oh, whatever. Because that would be playing favorites. Oh, fuck you, man. I don't... <laughs> Again, I, I have hate thoughts the gods. about that when we go into more spoiler territory. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into some of that, too. It'll That'll be so fun. Um, Percy has a constant, legitimate fear for his life, which... Like someone who has a very unstable life or someone with extreme depression and suicidal thoughts he's the kind of person who can't imagine a future for himself because he doesn't know if he'll live to see it 
And that breaks my heart. We'll talk about that more a little bit later, too, because that is going to come up specifically later, which is fun. Once you finish your thoughts, I think we should go to the... um... Uh, our listeners' thoughts, and then go to spoiler things. Yeah, because yeah. Because I don't think our listeners said anything spoilery, so. Yeah. Um, Percy, as a character, has a natural hero complex. Uh, he feels the need to protect mm. others to his own detriment. Yeah. Uh, God, I love him. Uh, <laughs> he makes me so sad. <laughs> Listen, he's he's got that protagonist energy without being, like, just... A nothing character? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he has a very defined voice, which I, which is one of my absolute favorite parts of the first series is his mm-hmm. style of narration. It's so good. He's so snarky. He's so fun. He's, he's a real character. Like, not to uh, throw shade on our sister podcast, but Harry Potter is kind of bland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's also not in Harry's voice. Yes. There, like, it, it's like a mm-hmm. third person limited to Harry, I think, most of the time. Yes, yes. Yeah. But like, I don't know. There is something when like the voice of the character is there and just, you know, yeah. Harry Potter is such a bland protagonist anyway. <laughs> you like, know? Okay, sometimes. you can see this through fan fiction specifically. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Harry Potter is one of those protagonists who the fanfiction author will just make up a personality for him. Like, (laughs) will pick and choose traits that he's had throughout the books to, like, either make a super, like, sad, whoopified version of him or a super sassy version of him or, you know, like, like, he's a very malleable protagonist where he's not uninteresting necessarily but he he's very projectable uh percy he was a basic white boy athlete (laughs) who then became a cop he's he's a very you know (laughs) bland boy (laughs) just a rich asshole Percy is the kind of character who is more consistent in fan works because he is very well defined in his in his tone, in his personality, and he's really, really enjoyable. I've heard like people say like at least in the first book he's got a little bit less personality, but like as it keeps going on, he gets like a bit more like sassier and like everything. I don't and I don't like, know. Like I, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, but that's so. what I've heard people say. Where like it starts off he's like, you know, typical protagonist kind of thing. And but then he, he gets always more has that little bit of snark and he voice does. and and cleverness. I I like I think him. that's a bit that's a bit of Rick. That's definitely something that Rick has in like all of his voices that he does is like a little bit of snark, a little bit of fun because that's just that's just how he likes to write. And I I but I, I, I love, I love that it about it. <laughs> I love it. So, it's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, uh if if we're going to call that good, let's let's move on to our listener and podcast friends comments. Alrighty. Well, first, I'm going to read our um, little message we got on Twitter. We got a reply to our tweet from Timelord Iro, one of our wonderful patrons. We love her. We yes, stand. we do. She's very active in the Discord. So what what she said is, he, f- he feels like me. Not the brightest. 
struggles with lots of issues, ADHD, monsters for him, autism for me. He's always struggling, but always learning and adapting and overcoming. While he has magical powers, he rarely uses them. He relies more on his wits. I like it. And I, like, that is so nice. The he feels like me is one of my favorite things about him. Yeah. That Percy is, like specifically the underdog neurodivergent protagonist that we've all always dreamed about. Like, as much as he is a well-defined character and person, he's also this point of relatability for people who don't always get that, you know? That that he is, like, uh, a delinquent kid who's misunderstood that that he's had these troubles that people won't acknowledge. Why is he a delinquent? Why is he a delinquent? Because he's got ADHD and dyslexia, and that means the teachers don't like him. And also that monsters have been attacking him at various schools. yeah. (laughs) But, like, yeah. The monsters, not as important. Yeah, he's he's a victim of a system. Uh, Whether that system is the shitty public school system or the... the shitty gods and how bad of parents they are and how they just kind of leave their children to fend for themselves in a world that wants to kill them. Yeah. (sighs) Sorry, I'm just getting, like, lines from the musical in my head right now. (laughs) (laughs) That is the musical's focus. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like, the first song, the gods are real and they have kids and those kids have issues. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. Um... (laughs) So yeah, thank you for that. I'm I'm so happy because yeah, yeah, very good. We're just gonna cry in this episode. <laughs> so our our next uh, listener submission is from Christina, the Pod Daddy, the Myth, the Legend. Uh- <laughs> Indeed, thank you, Tina. <laughs> we love it. Hello, this is Christina from the Restricted Section, and I just wanted to say that Percy is my favorite child. Harry, no, Caddis. Gross. Uh, who are some other main characters? Luke, not my guy. But Percy, that's my favorite child. I am the most proud of him. I considered starting this recording by calling him Peter Johnson, but then I decided not to because he's a good boy and he doesn't deserve that. Percy Jackson is the protagonist we all deserve. He's smart and he's funny. I don't know why I said smart first because that's not right. He's funny and he's friendly and he's brave and he's smart. In that order. (laughs) But basically, I love him so much. Every time I'm like, why doesn't Harry Potter have a personality? I turn around and boom, there's Percy with his whole personality. Just really such a good character. That's my boy. That's my son. Happy birthday, Percy. Thank you for being the protagonist we all deserve. Good. Good shit. Good shit. I love that I was just talking about Percy versus Harry and then Tina comes on like, yeah, no, I agree with you. <laughs> Saying all the same shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. And also where she was just like, oh, yeah, he's smart. Wait, wait, I should say that last. Oh. <laughs> he is smart. He is. Well, He's clever. He's so, so street smarts. I was going to say Percy's like uh, maybe average intelligence, low wisdom. Um, Maybe. Well, no, no. I would say Percy is low intelligence, high wisdom. Like his 
Uh, no, he's got no book learning. His perception, uh, his, mm. yeah, his intuition, those are where he's excelling. If if we're making Percy D&D stats, like, his, his, uh, int, int is his dump stat, and he's put all his I, points I got in whiz. It, I got it mixed up. You're right. I got it mixed <laughs> up. It's fine. I was just like, wait, Annabeth is the wise one here. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. We're... We're using different definitions. <laughs> Annabeth is wise girl, but I think Percy has a better wisdom stat than Annabeth, actually. <laughs> Not that hers is her she's no slouch. Wow. She's got she's got both. Which is not the best character build, probably, but don't worry about it. Um, I I literally just listened to some people building Annabeth as a character, and they put, like, so much into her wisdom. They're just like, wow, this is, like, just wild. This is this is not how you make a D&D character. And they, made, like, they made her a rogue, and she just had, like, all the wisdom and, Incredible. like, almost no dexterity. And it's, like, wild. Truly wild. Oh. Uh, and then our last submission is from Grace, also from the restricted section. We love you, Grace. This is going to be fun. Our pod friends. Aw, our guy. There is so much to love about this character. Percy is funny, loyal, trustworthy. The list goes on. But I think my favorite things about him are that he's also awkward and sarcastic and at times a bit of a mess. What can I say? We love a relatable protagonist. Happy birthday, Percy. It's true. It's true. We love a relatable yes. protagonist. <laughs> yes, we do. He's such a good boy. Uh, one thing that Grace mentioned that we didn't is how loyal he is. I wasn't even thinking about that. But because Percy has so few people in his life who he can count on, once you are mm-hmm. in, you are in. He will die for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He will. Like Percy he, is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't even want to say that it's hard for him to make connections because you, you, it, it's not even that hard. You just have to be decent to him. And then he's like, yeah, with you forever. Like, yeah, he doesn't have too big of standards. Just be, you know, a nice person. <laughs> And it's it's amazing how much of a dearth he's had of that in his life that he has so few people. You know, it's 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 horrible. God, someone needs to give this boy a hug. Um, uh, finally, there are people to do it. Well, he does have a good mom. I I God, I bet Sally Jackson gives such good hugs. Oh, she has to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking of how she smells like sweets and <laughs> <laughs> Sally is great. <clears throat> we stand. Alrighty. Do we want to move into our more 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 spoilers as we go section? Yeah. I opened his wiki page and I was like, holy shit, this thing's so fucking long. <laughs> Me too, bro. Me too. <laughs> We're not going to be able to cover all of this. We're going to have to, like... Well, that's that's not what we have to do here. We just have to talk about the boy. So, Percy Jackson, I just want to go through his list of nicknames here. Just because (laughs) this is so funny to me. Where's where's Peter Johnson? (laughs) It is on there. It is on there. Um, Supreme Lord of the Bathroom, we cannot forget. (laughs) Son of Neptune. Um, Seaweed Brain. (laughs) Kelphead. (laughs) 
We are already um, in spoilers, just so y'all know. Because we, I, I, we, I did say that we're 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 in our spoilers. Yeah, this yeah. is all spoilers all the time now. Um, Aquaman, Waterboy. <laughs> um, by Blackjack, he's called Boss. I can't wait till we get I to Blackjack. Love Blackjack, I kind of forgot about Blackjack. Oh my god, we're only a few chapters from Blackjack. Like, oh like god, a couple yes. chapters away. Percy's gonna have. I like Percy gets Blackjack and Mrs. O'Leary. It's gonna be so good. Okay, there, there's like he has a lot of pets. Um, <laughs> I mean he only has two. There's only one character who has more pets than him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but and we're also Raina. you know we're gonna make best friends with a sea cow, so that's gonna be great. That's um, true. That's true. I did just draw him, and I love <laughs> Bessie. Um, I don't remember this name, Mister Rule Flouter. He's called this by Terminus. Okay. <laughs> Rain Boy by Gabe. Uh, Poodle Boy. Peter Johnson. Perry Johansson. Pierre Jorgensen. Pedro <laughs> Johan. <laughs> my goodness. Um, Clarice calls him Prissy. <laughs> oh my god. Jason Grace called him Captain Saltwater. <sighs> I love it. Um, Coach Hedge called him Sneaky Jackson. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't list all these names. Some of them are just like, eh, but like, okay, I got love, the funny ones. I'm I'm really excited to get into the other series. I really like the Kane siblings. Anyways, uh, it says Carter Kane calls him Camper Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's because when he's described in that one, um, all you can see on his shirt says camp. Like his shirt is like so worn out <laughs> that you can only see that it says camp. Oh my goodness. Okay, so... Percy does, in fact, have, like, uh, actual freaking birth date. Like, his date is set in stone. Mm -hmm. Um, So, here it says August 18th, 1993. Is that... Is that correct? Yes. I think. I'm like, is that... Does that work out with the math in when the books took place? I believe it does. (laughs) Because, yeah, he's 12 in 2005. Yeah. I did spend an extensive amount of time on the timeline section of this wiki, too, at one point. So, yeah. He's born to Poseidon and Sally, our, our lovely people. So, Percy is three years older than me. Uh, He's four years older than me. Holy shit. I mean, so, according to his four wiki, years he's one currently day. 18. Uh, okay. But- <laughs> okay. Do you... You know what? This is going to be the episode where I talk about um, the timeline <laughs> shit that that oh, boy. messes me up because otherwise it's going to be 10 years till I can talk about that. But so <laughs> last Olympian, he has turned 16. Uh-huh. And then lost. And then um, and he's going into his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, Battle of the Labyrinth is when he's applying for his freshman year. So... That means last Olympian, he's going into his sophomore year. And then and then Lost Hero happens and he gets lost mm-hmm. and he's taken away. So he misses like half of, more than half of his sophomore year. All of Heroes Olympus hmm. happens. Hmm. He turns 17 by the end of Heroes Olympus. And Does then- Heroes of Olympus canonically take place over one year? Not even. Okay. Hey, what the fuck Not then? even. <laughs> Like, it's Lost Heroes in, like, December, Son of Neptune, I think, is in, like, June, and then, like, the rest of it is, like, the next, like, it's, like, throughout the summer. Oh. Huh. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Damn. 
That's really interesting. And like that I the think, first series I think the takes last like book five is like years. August. I think the last book is like well, August. Well, no, it, that's latest. stupid of me. It doesn't take five years. It takes it's four, four years. years. Yes. Yeah, it's not stupid of you. God. Okay. No, so, everyone forgets Titan's Curse is like the one in the middle. So yes, because it's taking place in winter now. So we're gonna have two two more summers after this. That makes okay. sense. So so you with me here? And if you're in Bliss, he's seventeen. Okay. He has missed his sophomore year. He would be going into his junior year, but he's missed his sophomore year. Okay. And then when we meet him again in Hidden Oracle, which is the Trials of Apollo books, mm-hmm. him and Annabeth are already talking about college and like going going to college. They're in their senior year now. Okay. And he is apparently 18. Rick so- Riordan <laughs> missed an entire year. Oh, Hidden gosh. Oracle is like in January. The January after Heroes Olympus. Uh, huh. This math doesn't make sense. Well, maybe maybe he just was able to get his studies back on track. Maybe maybe Percy Jackson skipped a year of school. Could that be possible? Could he, he do that? Make up a year of school and skip a year. He would have okay. had to do both of those things. Is he going to like canonically? Go- do you know for a fact he's in his senior year? Because it's he, possible yes. he could get a GED. I, I believe he's in his senior year okay. at that point because at the he's end canonically of, Trials of in Apollo, school. Trials of Apollo takes place in like a six month period again, I think. Because by the end of it, he goes to New Rome and he's at college. Okay. Huh. So. So, so, but the ages do match up, right? It's just the school year that's off? Or am they, I. I mean, they also keep saying he's 18, I think. It seems like they just all skipped a year. Like, everybody... Uh, I think even Nico's age is, like, weirdly aged up. Because I think he should have been, like, 14, and now he's, like, 15. So they're... uh, Huh. Rick just messed up the ages. Okay. He just, like, was like, I feel like a year should have passed here, but I won't actually make that canon. (laughs) In in my brain, I'm just like, I, I just have the ages be the way they are, and Percy got his GED. Um, <laughs> like, huh. Huh. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Anyway, I just needed to go off on this rant for a minute because we're talking spoilers. I'm, I'm like not even actually conceptualizing what you're saying to me. So I'm just going to take welcome. your word for it. <laughs> I, I, I can always just make this a visual timeline to also <laughs> fuck with you because I visualize it in my brain. <laughs> uh, next time we have a PowerPoint party, you can make a PowerPoint on the Percy Jackson timeline. <laughs> I'll be like, this makes no fucking sense, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm literally that guy from It's Always Sunny. That's that's li- it. His name is Charlie, right? Isn't that oh true? yeah, it is. I don't know that you want to be that Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about him except for that one that one thing. Uh, he's Catholic and homosexual, and that's all I know about Charlie. It's always sunny. <laughs> and also, he's the really, really dumb one. I've seen, well, like, two episodes of that show. Some of those things are right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right, okay. all right. Per- Percy, our boy. Percy, our boy. Are, do you want to go in, like, an order of sorts, or should we just, like, get on it? I have no order of sorts here, unless you want to, like, talk about... I don't know. This this wiki is so fucking long, man. 
Uh, yeah, it's really, really long. Okay, uh, well, let's let's not even, like, look through it too much. Let's just, like... But we could go in, like, book order. So, so like, Titan's Curse. What, what do we get from Percy? He, he gets a horse. It's very nice. He gets a horse. He's sad about Annabeth. I'm sorry. This is, the, this is his angst book. Yeah. We're, we're in his angst book this time, I think. Yeah, Am I for wrong? real. It's gonna get so harsh, guys. It's good shit. Wait, can we talk about, like... The magical items that he gets. Sure. I just realized that's. I just realized that's also a thing that is on here. <laughs> that I can. I can look at a list to talk about things. Whoa! Why does he have so many fucking powers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he only uses several of them once. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Percy. He's got his fucking sword. His wicked, awesome fucking sword that turns into a pen. Indeed. Very. A Bro. very good. Uh, first magic item. Bro. Yeah? I don't remember how much you've read of Heroes Olympus. I read four books. So you know that the that the pen can write. <laughs> I you forgot know that. That is my favorite fact about it. I'm just like, they fucked things up in the Percy Jackson movies for no other reason other than the pen is clickable. So that means that <laughs> in that universe, the pen can't write. <laughs> my favorite fact you put the pen on the other side and you could just write with it <laughs> the fact That's that so percy funny. didn't think about that and annabeth was just like hey percy have you ever tried this <laughs> oh my god uh list the minotaur's horn here my boy my sweet boy killed mm. the minotaur on that fateful night yeah and then he got to keep a memory of that trauma forever don't you don't you all want to keep a memory of your trauma? Of that time that your mom died? Died, got kidnapped by an underworld god. You know, same that difference. time. Yeah, same difference. <laughs> she got better. Oh, this says he used a javelin in the chariot race? I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, but all right. uh, Ty Tyson made uh, them some cool javelins that had some abilities. They, like, exploded. Good shit. Okay, he's got some cool armor. Um, the why are the winged shoes on here? Percy, well, that Percy. was a magic item. He had it's a magic very item, but he didn't have he didn't use them. He never used them. It's true, unless you're talking about the movie. <laughs> it does say in the movie. Okay, <laughs> uh, Percy and his fear of flying that that gets me. Well, that's something I don't him know and that Thalia he had a fear common. of it until they told him that Zeus would smite him from the sky. <laughs> Well, he also never went on the plane before. Well, I think that that was because Until... his mom knew. And also, yeah. where was he going to go? That's fair. They I... were poor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he ever really traveled, like, at all. I think he mostly stayed in New York as a kid. Ima imagine Percy and Sally going on just, like, trips. Like, we rent renting an RV beach. or, like, or camper or something. Or wait, just going camping. Yeah, Percy and Sally would be would they would go camping. Yeah, they would love that. Um. Oh, we got Medusa's head on here. <laughs> That's a good magic item if you want to call a corpse an item. <laughs> it's fine. They had to replay the Medusa myth, but also he really didn't have to do that. Sorry, I I just found the area that you're in with abilities and tools, and I love that his first listed ability 
is ADHD. <laughs> it's <laughs> the true. Second one is, is dyslexia. Yeah, <laughs> I know that in the fiction of the world, those are technically abilities that demigods have. But <laughs> for me, that one's a disability. But uh, you Percy's got the like ability word in it. <laughs> Percy's like ripped to you, but I'm different. <laughs> he is though. He really is. Okay, Poseidon's pearls, the mul- the fucking multivitamins. God, I wish they had more of those. Those mm, would be helpful yeah, like good. all the freaking time. Okay, we are we already talked about this recently, but like the wristwatch. Oh again. yeah. He does get it back because Tyson good. fixes it, but again he I, throws I... it at a monster and then it's gone forever. <laughs> Uh, and and yet he still has that fucking horn, but he can't keep one nice thing that his brother made him. <laughs> Your brother made you that. You you have to you have to keep it forever. <laughs> Tyson, best brother. Okay, okay. The Nemean Lions pelt, he's gonna get that, and we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> and I'm just gonna be like, man, wish you could have kept that. Actually. Yep. That pelt was kind of fucking cool, wasn't it? Doesn't it, like, turn into, yeah. like, a cool jacket? It's our... Okay, I, I did look this up at one point. Um, If you go to the page, I think it says what it turns into. It turns into... Yeah, a, f- a full-length golden brown duster. It turns into a duster okay. jacket. Uh, that's not actually a very cool jacket, unless you're, like, a private investigator from the 1930s. Um. Okay, that's a cool jacket to me, specifically. <laughs> Maybe not to I'd- Percy. Didn't the golden fleece turn into like a letterman? Like, yeah, it did. why is the fleece like a cooler jacket? Than okay, that's pelt? because that's because they have different vibes. They're different magical <laughs> items. They have their own personalities. <laughs> and and the dog whistle for Mrs. O'Leary. I wish that dog whistle had been in existence forever. Because God, Mrs. O'Leary, you always yeah. need to be able to summon her. In yeah, times of we great need a need. puppy. A gigantic puppy that can, like, kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and is as big as a house. That's, it's it's interesting how we treat She's monsters bigger. in this series. We're, we're talking about Percy right now, but, like, it's interesting that we have monsters that are sympathetic oh, yeah. and then otherwise we're just, like, killing them indiscriminately. <laughs> I but... just love her because she's bigger than the apartment that, that they live in. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's great uh, oh yeah that sand dollar that Poseidon gives Percy for his birthday this'll this'll be a tool to help you later <laughs> thanks dad wow a sand dollar <laughs> this is great this is great dad real great again okay I'm gonna talk about that scene when Poseidon gives that to him he literally tells Percy, you're my favorite son. Tyson is in the next room. Oh my god. Tyson has super hearing. <laughs> Fuck, man. It's fine. Also, you're literally not supposed to play favorites. Why are you telling him this? He has so many children. He's got the Cyclopes. He's got, like, godly children. Like He's got fucking Triton. The, you know, the dude that has two merman tails. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Poseidon, you're a bad dad. <laughs> Poseidon fucking sucks. I like him in the series, to be honest, but it's a bad call. I mean, he's, 
How about this? He's better than he is in the mythology. I know. But that isn't saying much. (laughs) I know real Poseidon's a shit. They're, They're, like we've said before, though, every Greek god is bad. Gods are bad. He's, uh, hey, hey, he's he's watered down. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. <laughs> but but I like his his dad vibes in the series. You know, he seems yeah, he's like a, he's got real deadbeat dad vibes. He does, and I I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I understand. Yeah, Percy, good boy, Percy. <laughs> I just don't know what to talk about. That's the only issue here. So I'm like, I, I, yeah. I've got, I've got shit that I want to talk about. Uh, okay, uh, like right. the fact that I just, <laughs> that I just saw in these random notes that Percy claims to have never gotten a grade higher than a C minus in the Lightning Thief. However, in the Ultimate Guide, his report card gives him a B minus in science. <laughs> oh my god, is that like under the trivia? I think so. <laughs> That is one of my favorite things. So, important character shit about Percy. The end of this series is so incredible. Percy's choice, his... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Do you want god. to become a god? No. No, I want y'all to be better parents. Holy shit. This series your is child so support. good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a series about family. And the fact that we end it with Percy saying... No, the system can't continue to be like this. We have to improve it. You have to choose right now to make it better. Here are my demands. You're going to meet them because you just said you would give me whatever I wanted. And yeah, Percy makes life better for every single demigod. Like, he changes the, the fickle nature of, like, immortal beings. Uh, out of his sheer but also, will. <laughs> but also, spoilers, he really doesn't. <sighs> like, he well, really tried. Like, like that was his goal. The problem is plot. Um, yeah, well, that's what happens when you gotta keep writing more books. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Still, like, oh my god, this kid. He's incredible. I love him. I love him. But also, the gods were like, hey, do you want to be a god? And he looks over at Annabeth, he's like, nah, I want to be immortal. Um, <laughs> Just like the Hercules Disney film. Literally, that's what it is. <laughs> Same vibes. Um, Sea of Neptune is fascinating. I love- Sea, sea of Neptune? A son of Neptune. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking shit. I- <sighs> <laughs> when Percy doesn't remember who he is, but the only thing he remembers is Annabeth. <laughs> Percy and Annabeth have the perfect vibes. Like, bye for bye, snarky, but the most supportive couple on the planet. Like, I... Like, rivals I to them. friends to besties to lovers. It's so good. It's delightful. Pining for literal years. Oh my god. Because they're both idiots. <laughs> Incredible. Iconic. Like, like when you get Annabeth's perspective in Mark of Thena, she's like, yeah, I've had a crush on him since I was 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 
good. And you do get those vibes, but also, you know, they're like 12 and they're doing shit. You know, it's not like they were going to get into a relationship at that point. You know, even also, if they she had was, like talked about it or whatever. She was still hung up on the Athena versus Poseidon thing at well, that point. Well, by the end of that book, I feel like she's pretty much over that, but she's also still hung up on Luke. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they got shit going on otherwise. And also they're 12. There's a lot of things. But who wouldn't have a crush on Percy Jackson? I, I like to believe that everyone in the series just has a little bit of a crush on Percy Jackson, okay. especially as he gets older. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the fan art of, like, Percy with, like, everyone who's had a crush on him, and they're, like, all pulling him in different directions. It's there, We got Annabeth, we got Rachel, we got Calypso, Calypso. we've got Reyna, we've got Nico. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just natural. I think if you just spend enough time in Percy Jackson's presence, you're like, hmm, I have a little bit of a crush on him. Yeah, yeah. The bro vibes between Percy and Jason. Yeah. Bro. 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 (laughs) (laughs) They literally say it at one point. (laughs) But, uh, okay, okay. The other thing that I wanted to talk about in um, Son of Neptune or like when he makes it to the Roman camp and he sees that college exists for demigods. He's just like, God. And he's like, I never thought I would live to go to college. I've never seen a place where that could be safe for me. This is a future that I've never imagined for myself and how hopeful he is. It hits so hard. Anyways, that's that's like one of my other like biggest Percy moments. Okay, okay. On on top of that, um in House of Hades, <laughs> when they when they finally fall down into Tartarus and they're like in the one of the rivers um and it's just making them like want to like sink down and like give up and everything and like mm-hmm. and Beth is like holding on to Percy just like Percy Think about our future. What what were what were those things you you saw in New Rome? What were your plans for us? Oh my god! And like she's she's holding on. Oh my god! That I'm I'm going insane. Like that is so incredible. The, the how much hope that gives him, and the fact that she can see how much hope that gives him, and that that's a future that they've can imagine together. That hmm, I'm. He didn't I'm, even remember her, and he was just like, you know what? What if I had a future with, like, this girl? And, like, like we went to these coffee shops, and, like, oh, you can have children here? And, like, have families? And, like, you, you don't have to die? I, like, this boy. Wow. He had hope. He was given hope. You know, okay, so, so, um, I'm still trying to read the end of Trials of Apollo. I mean, I know what happens, but, like, I just read, like, the couple of chapters where we meet Percy's little sister. Oh? Wow! Sally and Paul had Good a baby. Her name is Estelle. And she is so fucking cute. And I could Good. just get that from the descriptions. Good. And they're just, like, they're the cutest family. Like... Apollo goes there and he's just like, yeah, I need, I need this, these vibes and like Sally's like bean dip or whatever. (laughs) I just, I just need these homie vibes right now to help me. I'm so glad that Sally meets Paul Blofus. That's so funny. (laughs) We will talk about Paul. 
and my feelings. <laughs> God, I love that man. Also, Good. you know he's a self-insert for Rick, right? I didn't know that. That's so funny. He's def- definitely, he he is. And Sally has got to be like the, the, the insert for his wife. Oh, oh, that's really sweet. But also the idea that Rick was like, damn, I can't believe I didn't give this boy any parents. I guess I'll have to do it. <laughs> I mean, Percy is based on his son. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, it's really sweet. just thinking we never actually get any scenes with Percy and Estelle, but just like thinking about Percy as a big brother. Yeah. Yeah. He would mm. be so good. And one one of the things that you also see in those chapters is like Percy is per- Percy's already left for like New Rome University. And like mm-hmm. you see a picture of like him and Annabeth and Grover, like they're going on the road trip, like picture saying goodbye. And per and just the description is like, wow, Percy's just like he looks so happy that he finally graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> like finally. <laughs> He's out, suckers. <laughs> uh, it's just so good. <laughs> love that boy. Yeah, in, in in conclusion, love that boy. I want to see more of him. Like, I love thinking about, like, older teen and adult Percy. Like, I I, yeah. I, I want more of this boy forever. Okay. Um, I said I was going to talk about it, but can I talk about the Percy-Luke thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. So, like... So Percy would have become Luke mm-hmm. if he hadn't had Sally. Because what did Luke not have? He didn't actually, like, really have his mom. His mom was there. But mm-hmm. when we meet her in Last Olympian, you can just see that, like, she she just wasn't mentally there at yeah. all. She wasn't a support system that Luke needed. And that's why yeah, he ran away if I remember so correctly, didn't he, before leaving, sort of have to take care of her quite a lot i think i think it's implied that he did mm-hmm. and just like he he finds out like this is all i mean it's not actually hermes's fault but, but also, like you would blame hermes yeah you blame the gods well, because that's this well it's not even happened. the fact that it's a god it's the fact that it's your dad and he's not there for you and he's not there for your mom who he claims to have loved when she, she had someone she had like a whole altar to Hermes and everything oh. too. Like, oh god! So there, there's like a flashback before that where, like, you see before she goes completely bonkers, where like her and Hermes are together and with baby Luke, and it's like, oh, you know, if she hadn't taken on, tried to take on the Oracle burden, I feel like Hermes might have been not so bad. Hmm. Maybe at least maybe you know as good as a godly parent could be mm-hmm. but like it wouldn't he would have had a support system he would have maybe had Hermes you know <laughs> answering his mom's prayers I don't uh-huh. know it's just he didn't he didn't have the support system is like the mm-hmm. biggest thing about it and it's like per- if Percy had actually lost Sally in the first book maybe he would have gone down that route too because it was yeah. the gods that caused that uh-huh yeah Hundred percent. Percy resented his dad so much in the first book. Like mm-hmm. actively, personally, he was like, "This person sees me as a tool, and <laughs> the only thing that's like pushing me forwards is knowing that I can save my mom." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Luke doesn't have that to push him forward because he can't. But at the same time, I can't see Percy. 
Like, because he also grew up with that mom who instilled yeah. uh, such values into him. You know, he wouldn't become the kind of person who would try to end the fucking world and, like, cause the death of other kids. Uh, he might not have been a, as bad as Luke, but he still might have, like, gone down, like, a right. darker well, path. Well, if he hadn't, one, been raised by his mother, and two, if he had actually lost her, like... It, he would have gone down a much darker path, I'm sure. Like, not the same as Luke, but, uh, yeah, he he would not be sacrificing to the gods at Camp Half-Blood like a good little boy. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, Percy fucking Jackson, man. <laughs> okay, okay. What do you think Percy would do in his adult life? Huh. I, I guess it's, it's also hard for me to imagine because I don't know what most demigods do in New Rome. Like, you know, we, we're talking about college and families, but what kind of jobs do they even have over there? I mean, you would know? he stay in New Rome forever? Do you think he would? And I also can't imagine that very much. Like, I I bet that college is a great respite for him. You know, I can imagine that time being like... Like college always is, you know, you're surrounded by mm -hmm. your peers and it doesn't feel like the real world, but Percy's gonna want to be in the real world. And Annabeth is yeah. too, you know, she's gonna be an architect. Like, we know that for certain. Like, I mean, she's definitely gonna build some shit for New Rome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, I like thinking about maybe the two of them um, having some place where you know, it, it's as homey as, like, when Apollo goes to Sally's, where, like, demigods mm. can, like, come to on their yeah. quests. Oh. Oh, I love that. Like, Percy helping, quote-unquote, troubled kids yes. that are actually demigods. Hmm. And, and maybe, maybe that's, you know, maybe he just goes back to Camp Half-Blood. Maybe he becomes another camp counselor. They maybe? certainly need good people there. <laughs> You know, you know, Chiron is only alive as long as he is needed. Hmm. What if someday he's not needed because demigods can like... Because demigods step up because they start growing up again because the world's getting better for them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if there are other generations of demigods Chiron. who can help them, maybe they won't need a centuries old okay. centaur. Okay, here we go. Percy replaces Chiron, Chiron gracefully dies. Sorry, Chiron. And then Annabeth fully redesigns the camp. <laughs> because that's well, what she would do. And also in Heroes Olympus, there are kind of some plans in place for some of that stuff. Anyway. Are there okay. Because I We need I well, like we need that more camp cabins. Is camp. I like that it's cabins. You know, I don't want it to be a city like New Rome. Oh, I want no, Annabeth no. to be doing designs in New Rome. I I want them to be constantly going back and forth. Then they can't fly, so they're probably like sailing over like the Panama Canal. Like Okay. We what we need is um the labyrinth still technically exists, um, as we find mm. out later. So like what we need is like a labyrinth thing that leads from Camp Applin <laughs> to New Rome. Like someone to navigate that shit. I think Hazel could do it. I I like that. Like like a a, a railway that just goes through the labyrinth. Yeah. That <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. But like Ben's space I mean, for demigods. 
in like the end of Heroes Olympus and like beginning of Trials of Apollo, um, Jason is like designing some stuff for Camp Half Blood and New Rome for like um, more places for like the minor gods to be like honored mm-hmm. and other things. Like I feel like Annabeth would help carry that out because I mean Jason designed some of that. He's not really an architect; she is indeed. So and also like Jason couldn't do it. Someone has to. <laughs> Spoilers, Jason. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, I was trying to end it on a high note of like, (laughs) what do you think Percy would do? (laughs) Yeah, uh, I can imagine him working with kids. I can imagine him. I don't because it's like, what are Percy's skills? Uh, And Percy's skills are fighting monsters and sailing. (laughs) I I love the fact that. Okay, so what? And I think Blood of Olympus, Annabeth's just like, uh, you want to like go for, or is it Blood of, whatever book. Annabeth's like, do you want to get a degree in like marine studies or something like that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, surfing? Can I do that instead? <laughs> and I'm just like, Percy could be a surf champion if he wanted to. I mean, he already no is one a could skater stop boy. Him. We exactly. know he's a skater boy, <laughs> so he could be a surf boy too. All the boards, actually. I love that Just for every him. board. That's really funny. <laughs> uh, you can do whatever you want to, Percy. I believe in you. Yeah. Percy's just great. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to yeah, say about him. No, Percy is the kind of guy where I, I have trouble imagining him in a career. I imagine him having a lot of hobbies. And uh, some of them are lucrative and some of them aren't. And so maybe... Maybe Annabeth is just the breadwinner of the home. I was going to say, he's the trophy husband. doing a bunch of shit. (laughs) He is a trophy husband. (laughs) I mean, like, he's going to run Camp Half-Blood. But he's also a trophy husband. Yeah. (laughs) At the same time. Because Annabeth really runs the shit. (laughs) Maybe Chiron still works at camp and Percy's a summer counselor for when there are more kids there. Maybe yeah. maybe that's Percy's summer activity, and then they like sail to the southern hemisphere and go to surfing competitions. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know what I'm saying? Like they could do anything they want. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's like there's actually so many weird like fanfics that and like people having headcanons about Dark Percy and all of that. And I'm just like, what? No, that's my sweet boy. <laughs> because of that like one scene in House of Hades where he nearly kills a goddess. Percy can kill if he wants to. I support him, <laughs> but but I believe that he would have a good reason. Hey hey Ray, you know you know his name means to destroy, right? <laughs> Percy destroys uh our hearts. <laughs> Percy destroys toxic masculinity. He destroys systems that do not serve. He destroys things that do not spark joy. This. This is the note we must end on. Percy destroys (laughs) toxic masculinity. I support this. Uh, Perseus Jackson. We stand the boy. We love him. Happy birthday, son. Uh, This is our gift to you, I guess. I hope I made some blue food. I'm, I'm, that's, that's the plan. If I, if I have time, I'm going to make some fucking blue food. I think I've got like some food coloring. I could make like blue kick pancakes or something. Like, that sounds I've, nice. Mm, I made some like blue raspberry cupcakes before on Ooh. Percy's birthday. 
It's been good. Nice. All right. Y'all enjoy your Percy Jackson holiday. I hope you have some blue food <laughs> and I hope you enjoy listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna go make some plans for some blue food. Um, get out of my fucking cabin now, Ray. <laughs> is it because I'm sick? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <coughs> <coughs> shit, we didn't do plugs. Oh, shit. Uh, let's go, go, re- rewind. <laughs> rewind. 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 Reverse, reverse. Do you have a plug, Charlie? Um, yes. God. So my plug is a podcast that I've, like, binged and also binged all their bonus content because, yes. Um, I'm very (laughs) obsessed with, um, they're now called Muses of Mythology, formerly, the podcast formerly known as Podcast of Poseidon. They, Mm. They do similar to what we do, except less chapter by chapter and more just the myths. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, so it's like the. It's in it's case like, you missed it, but without the entire close reading that we are, <laughs> yes. that we end up doing. Our episodes are so long, guys. I'm so sorry. Listen, <laughs> we're talking about like 20 pages of a children's book. <laughs> I have to talk about. It's the ADHD. I have it's to the talk ADHD. about everything. I hope. I hope that other ADHD people are also. <laughs> Also, just want to think about Percy Jackson for hours. Do y'all want to think about Percy Jackson? Because we just talked about him for an hour and a half. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so um, I've been loving that podcast recently, Muses of Mythology. They're very fun. Good. Um, This episode is already too long, so I probably shouldn't even get into it, but... (laughs) Because oh. I have another hyperfixation again. Uh, it's another oh. horror podcast. Oh I also goodness. binged a podcast recently. Um, Malevolent? Holy fucking shit. Oh my god. It's so good, guys. I have been obsessing. Like, okay. Okay. It's It's another audio drama. It's a horror podcast. It's about... This guy who is a private investigator who wakes up one day with a voice in his head. Um, he has gone blind and the voice in his head now has control of his eyes. Uh, ah! and so, yes. So what? he is being possessed by something that now has taken over his eyes. And so he can't see, but this thing in him that also has no idea what's going on can this extremely suspicious thing in his head. <laughs> um, and I I don't even know how much more I can say than that, because I think that this podcast is best without knowing anything about the plot or the characters. Like, I can't even tell you one of the characters' names because that would be a spoiler. Like, <laughs> Okay, he, then. He doesn't pick one until a few episodes in. Oh. <laughs> Um, but it's so genius because one of the characters has a reason to narrate everything around them to the other character. So, you know, he's like, to your left, there's blah, blah, blah. And then, (laughs) and, uh, yes, reach right over there and then you'll be able to do this because, you know, he can't see anything. He has just recently gone blind. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And so they're trying to, like, do stuff. 
and it's... everything is going wrong constantly. Um, I recently, um, I I recently had the brain blast that the experience of listening to Malevolent is just like the that song by Rob Cantor, the Shia LaBeouf song, where he's a cannibal and he's attacking you in the woods. It's just like that, except imagine if uh, you were blind and that was happening to you all the time, just constantly running into people like that and you have no idea why. Um, and also the voice in your head keeps going, Jesus Christ, Arthur. Um, the fucking <laughs> It's so good. I... Not not to spoil anything, but I love them both so much. I would like to study Arthur in a Petri dish. Why is he like this? <laughs> uh, you start off thinking that he is, like, the normal one, and then he's like, I think we should kill this maintenance man. <laughs> and you know? the, like, demon or whatever in his brain is like, we don't actually have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't admit this to you all either, but body sharing is my favorite trope. <laughs> like, I feel like I, I saw you say that recently. Yeah, I. <laughs> it is a very specific type of fictional intimacy that I find absolutely fascinating, and this show is really interesting with it. Like, hey. they do a very interesting job with like pronouns like they mm. very quickly start referring like the thing in his head will be like turn your head this way you can see your eyes like like he will frequently but then he'll also say like we're in trouble or uh our body and arthur also quickly mm. starts saying we and our and it's really fascinating that they do that like they're very symbiotic very quickly and i I, I I eat that up. I think that's so interesting. Hey, bro, bro, we'll we'll get to body sharing when we get to the next series. Came. <laughs> yep, I love that shit. <laughs> um, oh. yeah, I should stop talking now. <laughs> oh my god, let's do that redo of the the end of this podcast because I can't redo it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, I'm gonna go eat some blue food, I guess, <laughs> and think more about Percy Jackson for the next couple hours. Um, get out of my fucking cabin with your sickness. <laughs> God damn, bro, again? <laughs> You can follow the podcast socials at of the eldest gods pod on Instagram and at of the eldest gods on Twitter. You can send an iris message to us through of the eldest gods pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, go to patreon.com slash of the eldest gods. By becoming a patron, you can join the Movie Night Crew Network server, where you get to chat with us and hear some no-context spoilers about episodes we are recording. I personally recommend the $5 tier, where you get access to Against All Odds, our bonus show where we talk about basically anything vaguely related to mythology, Percy Jackson, or whatever we like. We also have a merch store on TeePublic, where all our designs are made by Charlie. Or if you cannot support us financially, please give us a review on iTunes and rate us on Spotify to help others know how much you love this podcast. 
You can follow me, Ray, at Hey Hey Ray on Twitter. I also have another podcast called Barbie Movie Slap, where my co-host Ted and I talk about the Barbie cinematic universe. You can check out that podcast Twitter at Barbie Slaps. You can follow me, Charlie, at GreenPixie12 on most platforms, but on Twitter, I'm at GreenPixie123, which I'm totally not salty about. I also have an art Instagram that I sometimes use at GreenPixieDraws. I sometimes do the YouTube thing on my channel, Charlie Mac, that's M-A-C-K. And I also have another podcast on the network called Fandoms Gone Wrong, where my mom and I talk about movies, TV shows, books, whatever other fandoms we enjoy. You can find that on all the major podcasts podcasting apps. Our music was written by Isabel Strauss-Riggs and recorded and edited by Ian M. Riggs. You can find Izzy at Kane underscore I, that's I is in the body part, on Instagram and Twitter. She also currently makes video essays on the YouTube channel Kane I. Feel free to message her about making music for your project or editing your podcast. Of the Eldest Gods is proud to be part of the Movie Night Crew Network, which features great podcasts like The Restricted Section, a chapter-by-chapter Harry Potter pod with lots of spoilers all the time. What's up, potheads? We're the Restricted Section, a raunchy, rowdy, rambling, unabashedly pro-trans rights Harry Potter book club podcast hosted by a bunch of nihilistic millennial assholes who are desperately clinging to childhood fantasy as a way to escape the monotony of our 9-to-5 work culture and the inevitable extinction of the human race at our own hands. Isn't it wild that this book series was spontaneously created by the gods and has no actual author? The Restricted section features a bunch of nerds with potty mouths rereading the Harry Potter series for what has to be like the 3rd to 20th time, and discussing the way the story and its themes have stayed with each and every one of us into our adulthood. We would love for you to join us every Wednesday wherever pods are cast. Elf the Eldest Gods is based on the series by Rick Riordan. Right now we are discussing Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcatcher and meet us back here every Thursday. Sorry for dying. Don't be sorry. (laughs) I mean, you should be sorry. (laughs) Don't die on me. That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network.